Hello and welcome to Weirdos in the Wild with our co-host, A.J. Oxley, paranormal investigator with Beyond This Life Paranormal and multi-generational paranormal enthusiast, and Lynn Tincher, Beyond This Life Paranormal investigator, Reiki master, published author, and near-death experiencer. Travel with them, a couple of everyday weirdos on a wild ride to all things paranormal and metaphysical. Coming up from Weirdos in the Wild, Oldham County Paranormal Research joins AJ and Lynn to talk about their experiences at Post Town Elementary in Middletown, Ohio. Hydra Publications is your one stop for the best in genre fiction. Secrets and Blood is the debut horror novel from Dewey Hensley. Evangeline Grant, the sheriff in a small town, Eastern Kentucky coal mining county, longs to start a new life in another place. However, Present and past evils conspire to jeopardize her plans and end the lives of those she loves, including her brother Sheldon, whom she promised to protect. Drugs, feuds, and her beliefs stand in the way of identifying notorious Highlander in time to live her dream. However, menace reaches from Madison County's past. Do you struggle with depression, ongoing medical issues, or have you experienced Haley's past trauma? If you have, please consider the help of Energetic Healing. Right At Dragonfly Pond Holistic Services, we utilize Karuna Reiki, crystals to align and heal chakra function, meditation, and sound healing to address these issues and help you in your healing process. To learn more about Energetic Healing and how to contact us, visit our website at dragonflypondenergy.com. For those who call in to schedule an appointment, mention this ad and receive $25 off your initial visit. From the ground up, Books and Resources is more than just a place to buy books. We are a center that nourishes the passions of writers, artists, and book lovers alike. Our programs help educate writers and artists Our holistic items and Reiki services offer a unique opportunity to build individuals from the ground up. Sign up for one of our memberships today and support us and bring our vision to life. 5% of all memberships will go towards prize money for contests and scholarships for our programs. Book donations are always welcome. Visit fromthegroundupbooks.com for more information. Attention all readers and writers, Louisville Literary Arts is back for the 11th Writer's Block Festival on Saturday, September 30th, 2023 at the Logan Street Market in Louisville, Kentucky. The all-day event begins at 9.30 a.m. and will feature workshops, author readings, a resource fair, and keynote speaker, author and professor Emily Bingham from Louisville. Registration is $25 for general admission. Go to Eventbrite and enter the writer's block or the website www.louisvilleliteraryarts.org. For more information, you can also email info at louisvilleliteraryarts.org. Come find your right life at the Writer's Block Festival. Hey, weirdos. Welcome back. My name's AJ. And I'm Lynn. And we are back with a ghost hunting edition of our Weirdos in the Wild this week. We are going to talk about our trip to Post Town Elementary School in Ohio. 
Um, Lynn, why don't you first tell them why we were there? We were there in August to um, have a little get-together with a lot of my brother John Tincher's best ghost hunting buddies. Um, Had a little memorial and then had a ghost hunt in his honor. Um, It's back there. We we had several teams with us. POV Paranormal, and we had Oldham County Paranormal Research with us as well, as well as you know a few other people. Keith Age and his wife Robin were there, so we had had a nice little crew to uh, further back in the room, you know, memorialize John and you know try to have a good time. So that was John's favorite place. Yeah, it's John's favorite place, and he loves Daryl and Brenda, and it was just the perfect thing to do for him. So, for those who don't know. It is an old school building, and we've been there a few times now, mm-hmm. and have always had activity when we go there, and it is what you would imagine, an old school building, a large building, um, several floors, just like any other building, classrooms, cafeteria, gymnasium, there's a creepy basement <laughs> with a boiler, <laughs> boiler in it. In it yeah. um, and parts of the building are in good shape and parts of it are in, in, in not so good shape. But um, we love Daryl and the, the owner there. He keeps it and keeps our spirits, or our spirits, his spirits that are there. Um, and um, it's just a place that, that we've all come to enjoy. With that being said, Lynn, why don't you tell everybody else who else is with us there that was there on the hunt with us that night? Sure, I have a couple of the Oldham County Paranormal Research team. I have Susan and Shannon, and then I also have Missy with us, who's on our Beyond This Life Paranormal. Hi, guys. Hey. Hi. <laughs> Welcome. Well, well, Thank you. Y'all. So we, ha- we had a lot of good of ex- good experiences, and we want them we'll to be able to, to share that with you yeah. as well. Absolutely not. So um, we'll just jump into, like, one of the first things that we did, we went to the, the old gym there, and... There was several of us in the gym at that time, and um, one of the phenomenons there is shadow people, just uh, like a lot of places, but uh, we have also heard voices there several times, and um, that was what I experienced there in the gym that night, was I heard a, a, a girl's voice. I couldn't really... Uh, make out what was said but you could tell it was a young girl um it was kind of off to the side of the no, stage we were um, we had some the, it was one of those old buildings where the the gym had the stage at one end of it a lot of old school buildings are that way um especially in the midwest and we chased the the voice to around the corner of the stage, but um, unfortunately we did not see anything, just just heard the voice. Um, we also saw some some of the uh, other figures in that, uh, shadow figures in the, in the gym. Um, one was like, it's almost like it was just sitting up against the wall. I think we kind of chased that one a little bit, uh, but really didn't. Couldn't really get much out of it. Somebody's shaking their leg. Um, I command you to stay. Anybody else have anything in the gym? Yes, like it's just that there was that hallway just off of the gym where the yeah <laughs> the 
There's a really creepy hallway yeah. that connects the, the lower level in the oh. gym between the gym and what is the cafeteria. And there is a figure that is in that in that hallway all the time, y'all. I mean, everybody's just sitting here shaking their head. Shannon, I mean, you must have seen it. Then. Yeah, we've I've actually seen that several times down in that hallway. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we've done a lot of activity in that area. Oh, yeah. And isn't that the same area, that stairwell, where the... Did a little girl fall or got... She yeah. fell down in that stairwell. Yes. Yeah. What was her name? Sarah? Sarah, Sarah I think. Yeah. I, had, I saw it there once, and it, I felt like it lunged at me and kind of made me jump back about three or four feet. I'm like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. But. We had, um, when I was filming with Keith H. at Post Town, we were filming for a New England TV show. And you know how you come down the stairs like you're going to go to the gym, the, the long set of stairs? Mm -hmm. there's a, if you turn left, there's a hallway that had never been opened. It wasn't open for years, but for whatever reason... This day it was open so you could see straight through to the cafeteria. So when we come around when we were filming, we come the back way. So we come by the drive kitchen, come into that um, stairwell space, the back side of the gym, and then was actually leaving. And the camera crew was going up the stairs, of course. But myself, Keith, um, Brandon, and Marnie Walsh, there was a shadow figure standing right there in the door. And as we all caught it, you know, in the corner of our eyes. But when we turned to actually look at it with both eyes, it darted. So me and the son, I can't remember, I think it was Bradley is the son, uh, took off running after it. Nobody. Nobody. But that was the first time we'd ever seen anything right there. So I think possibly something's coming up from that other area and coming into that hallway now as well. Yeah, we were there before. I, Haley, our other, that's also in our group, and I, were, we were... That's gonna dump paint out on the floor. You got it. What here? Hold on, let me pop. <laughs> Hello, lady. Was that on purpose? That's been sitting there for a while. Yeah, a long while. Hey, my fellow right weirdos. I was just popping in here real quick to right let there. you know that we had a little bit of paranormal sure activity while recording this episode. We were recording in my new store from the ground up books. And okay. I mean, I just, we had been painting and I something flipped our paint pan off of the said, floor, flipped it over so that the paint dumped out onto the floor. So we had a little interruption. And this is going to be the perfect time to take a quick little break to hear from our sponsors. And then we'll be right back. Hydra Publications is your one stop for the best in genre fiction. Secrets and Blood is the debut horror novel from Dewey Hensley. Evangeline Grace, the sheriff in a small town, Eastern Kentucky coal mining county, longs to start a new life in another place. However, present and past evils conspire to jeopardize her plans and end the lives of those she loves, including her brother Sheldon, whom she promised to protect. Drugs, feuds, and her beliefs stand in the way of identifying the notorious Highlander in time to live her dream. However, menace reaches from Madison County's past. Do you struggle with depression, ongoing medical issues, or have you experienced past trauma? If you have, please consider the help of Energetic Healing. At Dragonfly Pond Holistic Services, we utilize Karuna Reiki, 
crystals to align the and heal chakra function, meditation, and sound healing to address these issues and help you in your healing process. To learn more about energetic healing and how to contact us, visit our website at dragonflypondenergy.com. For those who call in to schedule an appointment, mention this ad and receive $25 off your initial visit. From the ground up, Books and Resources is more than just a place to buy books. We are a center that nourishes the passions of writers, artists, and book lovers alike. Our programs help educate writers and artists. Our holistic items and Reiki services offer a unique opportunity to build individuals from the ground up. Sign up for one of our memberships today and support us and bring our vision to life. 5% of all memberships will go towards prize money for contests and scholarships for our programs. Book donations are always welcome. Visit fromthegroundupbooks.com for more information. Attention all readers and writers. Louisville Literary Arts is back for the 11th Writer's Block Festival on Saturday, September 30th, 2023 at the Logan Street Market in Louisville, Kentucky. The all-day event begins at 9.30 a.m., and will feature workshops, author readings, a resource fair, and keynote speaker, author and professor, Emily Bingham from Louisville. Registration is $25 for general admission. Go to Eventbrite and enter the writer's block or the website www.louisvilleliteraryarts.org. For more information, you can also email info at louisvilleliteraryarts.org. Come find your right life at the Writer's Block Festival. Welcome back to Weirdos in the Wild. Before we return to our program, AJ and I would like to take a moment to remember my brother John Tencher, co-founder of Beyond This Life Paranormal, and Alan Oxley, AJ's father. Both passed away just before we recorded our first episode. Each and every episode going forward from this one on will be in remembrance of them. Thank you. That thing never does that. Mm -hmm. No. This is the vibration of floor. Rock again, Shannon. That's not it. Because you rocked it and went off, and I thought maybe that it was on the floor. No. Between her rocking and me hitting. No. I guess we're going to be investigating this place. Yeah. All right. All right, you ready to go on? All right, so back to the gym. Um, I was getting ready to tell the story that. We were there before that Haley and I had an experience there that I had never had before. That stairwell that's right off the gym. We were standing there in that in the gym looking that way to that stairwell. And that whole stairwell just lit completely up as if it was daylight. And then just back to dark again. Which is really strange and you know. That's that same area yep. where we saw the yep. shadow person. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, the area where Sarah fell down through the the stairwell. Mm-hmm. Does so, anybody know the story of how she fell? I, I, I don't. Know I don't think they know for okay. sure. I don't know. If, I didn't know if it was an accident or some. You know, if it was malicious. I assume it know. was an accident. So. And she didn't die there. Yeah. Right? I, that's I don't think anybody that, died at Post Town. That's kind of what I understood. Yeah, me too. But but then so you ask about the 
The trains are real Yes, railroad. There were so many people brought in from the train derailment. Did anybody not die during that time? No, they did die. And they At were the trained. They were also brought in, and the school became um, like a triage. Like a triage. Yeah. And for those who, for the story behind that for our listeners is there's a train track that runs directly behind the school. And I believe there was two train derailments, wasn't there? Right there. Yep. And. Um, and they used the school as a triage kind of, I think, as a makeshift morgue as, as well at that time. So there was bad things that happened at the, in that, basically, in the backyard of that school. But I think that happened before it actually was started as a school. Mm-hmm. It, it, the building was there, but, or, you know, I don't know what it was being used for, but I think the school didn't start until after that happened. Shortly after. I might be wrong on that, but that's kind of my impression. That's a very active building. We've yeah. always been very successful at Post Town. Yeah, that's why it was John's favorite place to hunt. Yeah, yeah it's never disappointing, and it's never the same. No. We always have something different. <laughs> I mean, you have your regular stuff, but there's always something different. So I always feel like the main teacher's area is creepy to me for whatever reason that long hallway and her desk like her classroom or going down uh, the, the little narrow hallway that you, is that where you're talking about the dry kitchen yeah yeah dry goods yeah that is creepy that's where they were talking about yeah mm-hmm. yeah i think everybody's had an experience there yeah yeah i stood there with john the first time we went there we, and he, he just stopped and i was he's like just watch right here Sure enough. Are yep. you still alive? So, um, so where you guys tell the other, the other spots we had um, that night? Well, there's there's this little hallway. It's actually really close to where you go in and out of the building. Now, I'm sure you it's not at the main entrance, but there's there's the bathroom okay. there. I think the only functioning bathroom in the whole building. Everyone's but Missy and I had gone to, to use the facilities, and when we came out, I turned around, and there was a shadow heading towards me, behind me, and I'm, like, shoving her, going, go, 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 <laughs> because it was just coming at me. And I didn't know it until later Susan came and told me. Uh, yeah, I, I had gone in to get my drink and decided to, to go to the bathroom, and everybody else was outside taking a break. So I was the only one that I know of in the building at the time. And also when you go to the bathroom, you have to go through a doorway and to, you know, see the other end of the hallway and the bathroom doors in between there. At that other, the other end at that doorway, there was a shadow person standing there. And when I walked through the door, it, it like, it was facing me. And then it just darted and went through the door out of sight. And I was like, no, I'm in here by myself. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> I'll use the facilities later. Thank you very much. And that was a pretty good little significant amount of time between. So he must have been hanging around there for a while. He's probably watching us. Yeah. Because it was like right where you can peer in and see where yeah, we're going to hang out. Yeah, and he has different outlets. You yeah. know, there's different ways to, to depart from there, you know. Yeah. So one of the active... Um, areas of the building is literally the office the the office uh, that was used for the principal's office and I guess where the secretary would have been um, and we've had activity there in the past in the principal's office so we went down there 
and there's two separate rooms. One is like where the secretary, I guess, other staff members would have sat, and then the actual principal's office. So we had, our group was down there, and it's not here. All of, were all of us right there then? Yeah, we were I all. I think we were all in there then, because I think Lynn and I were in the principal's office, and then everybody, yes, and then yeah. everybody else was sitting where the the secretary's office was. Yeah. So why don't y'all tell what happened then? But as AJ and I were sitting there, AJ didn't see anything, but I saw a shadow moving across the floor, really low, like maybe about a foot off the floor. And then um, a little bit after that, I could go and I, I could look to my left and I could see the light switch on the wall next to the closet, or there was something on the wall next to the closet. And as I looked at that, something went and past that and blocked it out to where I couldn't see it. And then it went back and I could see it again. So. I had those two little incidents in there, but that was really all what we were in there. But you all had some stuff going on outside that area, I think. Did you? I know Haley was doing the spirit box or the portal, and then somebody had a feeling to go up to the so, room. So Haley and Christy, and another one of John's friends who was so there investigating. They had gone upstairs to the second floor, and there's a there's a room up there. Everybody calls the doll room because it's full of dolls, and we were all sitting in that, still in the office area. And Haley came back downstairs, and she said, "I don't feel comfortable up there. I need a guy to come with me." So one of our other members, Joe. Um, who, along with John, founded Beyond This Life. Ultimate skeptic. The ultimate skeptic of... He... Joe is a great investigator, but he's very skeptical. Joe's saying is, I want a ghost to come and shake my hand, and I'll believe. He's our debunker. He's our debunker. He and Becca are our debunkers. So... Joe and I go upstairs uh, to the second floor. I happened to have our FLIR with us. And we went up there and we were sitting at a little kid's table. And like it was in a classroom with a short table, short chairs. And I'm at one side of the table. And on the other side of the table is Joe and Christy. And Haley's with us. And another guy that was there with us, Trent, who was investigating with us that night. And as I'm shooting with the FLIR, I'm looking between Joe and Christy. And I catch something. And for our weirdo people, this is going to be posted... It has not been posted yet. We have been hanging on to this piece of evidence for a long time. <laughs> Trying to debunk it. We have tried to debunk it. And we'll talk about that in a minute because our, our expert debunker here, Susan, <laughs> could not debunk this. Along with our other expert debunker, Joe, could not debunk this. And we sent it off to Becca, our physicist, and she can't, couldn't do it either, so... So what we caught was, and, you'll, and if you are really interested, please go look at, at it out on, on, on our different sites. It'll be on the, the website. I'm sure we'll stick it on Facebook and Instagram and 
as my son Cooper says, we'll put it out there on the old interweb so you all can look at it. Um, but as you're looking at it, you'll, you'll definitely see two hot, very hot spots. Um, if you're looking at it, on, you'll see Joe on the right, and you'll see Christy on the left. And in between, there's a figure. Mm-hmm. And everybody in this in here saw it, that, that footage. We have 20 minutes of that footage. Yeah. It wasn't a snap that was there. It was... It hung out. It hung out with us for a while, and it watched us, and we watched it, and... Haley walked behind it. And it looked like Joe's, his head moved at one, you know, yeah. tilted moved at one point. It was yeah. coming closer. It backed up. It finally went away. Joe stuck his hands out there to stick it into it. Um, sent Haley around to measure the height on it, uh-huh. you know. And, and so it, it, size-wise, it would have been the size of a kid. Like five or six years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, we took that evidence, we took it downstairs, and all, like I said, all of us here looked at it. Mm-hmm. And um, so Susan and myself and Joe, we went back upstairs and we recreated it because our first job was to, to debunk it. And it could have easily been... Well, we you'd gone back up there a time or two before. We all went back up there to restage it and all just to see, you know, try different things and all and hadn't done anything. So we all went back up there to completely recreate. We took the same equipment, sat on the table, did, tried to do recreate, recreate the same scenario best we could. Yeah. And, 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 there, and to tell you the truth, it, 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 we, I guess we all kind of thought, oh, my God, we caught it. But then we were like, oh, there's dolls up there. Maybe we caught a dog. Yeah, maybe it was yeah. reflecting off the dog because there was a dog in the corner behind there and all. But then, uh, when we went back... That doll was not giving off heat. We were not catching a heat signature from the, the infrared that we were doing. And the doll is up against the wall. Yeah. Right. And Haley walked behind the figure. Right. She could not have walked behind the doll up against the wall. And we also had another thing happen at the same time we were doing that. Um, um, Trent was Trent was actually taping me and the and the Fleer on his cell phone, so we had a backup. But I, we also had something walk completely around that table while we were there. And if um, ladies, if this is my saying. If you know, you know. <laughs> That's my saying here. Um, but if you know what it feels like when somebody walks across the room and you can feel it in the floor, you know? You the feel floor, the energy of it. Yes, mm-hmm. and you'll feel the, you can feel the vibration of the floor. And in an old building like that, you know, the floor actually moves. You can feel somebody walk clear around us at that table. And that was the same time we were catching that figure. Now, was there two... Two entities in that room? Possibly. Possibly. Maybe more. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, Susan, tell, I mean, tell them how we tried to debunk it that night. I mean. Oh, we, we tried to run the flare off of everything in the room, just seeing if we could get any kind of signature that matched up. I mean, we we were doing everything we could. <laughs> we were trying, we were moving the equipment around to see if it made a difference in the way it showed up. We. Uh, I, you know, we, we did a lot of different things. We were up there for quite a while trying to, to work it out and try to 
to figure out if there was any kind of debunk, but we couldn't come up with one. <laughs> we couldn't. And, um, and it was clearly a human figure. It's clearly a head, head and shoulders. shoulders and a body. Yeah. It's, um, there's definitely a heat signature there. Um, I mean, we tried. And so, you know, we couldn't debunk it. So, yes, did we catch something? And, and I totally believe we caught something that night. I totally do. We got the ultimate skeptics that also believe that we, we caught something. <laughs> We actually got Joe to say, I don't know what it is. I think we caught a ghost. And he put that in writing. Yep. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. Yep. He put it in a text message. Anyway. That's awesome. Yep. Put it in writing. So ever since then, we have called this Joe's ghost. <laughs> <laughs> um, just happened. Um, last night, Lynn and I were with Keith H., our ghost uh, hunting buddy, rock and roll ghost hunter buddy. And you guys started have, Waverly Hills. Yes. Yep. You've heard Keith on our podcast. Um, we were at a, a, a ghost hunting class with Keith. Keith and he was there with um, Rick. Rick, Rick Hayes. Hayes. Mm -hmm. Rick is a, um, a medium, a psychic, whatever. I don't know exactly what Rick says he is, but there is an actual title, I guess. Um, but um, they were explaining, they, they had experienced a, they were talking about how using the psychic along with your equipment to validate things, and they were talking, happened to be telling this story that happened to them in Post Town, and how they had caught a figure on their FLIR at Post Town. I, my ears popped up, and I was like, oh, <laughs> and remember, like I just told you all, we've not released this. The people in this room know about this. They haven't really talked about it to very many people. No, there's, yeah. there is less than 10 people that know about this. And Keith is not one of them. Rick was not one of them. They caught on their FLIR, they caught two figures at Post Town in that doll room. They caught basically the same thing. They caught an adult and a child. So they, they basically caught the same thing we did at a different time in the exact same room. And it looked almost identical. Yep. So that was cool validation last night that we got that. I showed it to Keith and he was like, yeah, there it is. Wow. And for Keith to say there it is, that's something because he doesn't believe hardly anything he finds. So... No, and that's what, that's what we do. We send stuff to Keith all the time. Yeah. You know, what do you see? What do you think this is? And Yeah. And if it's yeah. an orb, he'll tell you no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he does not believe in orbs. No. He'll tell you a little bit more than no. Yeah. <laughs> we'll leave a few words out of that. <laughs> so. But I, we also, that was not the only thing that, that, that night. We still had more happen that night, so. I mean, we investigated until five thirty, six o'clock in the morning, yeah. pretty much nonstop, and then a couple of breaks here and there, because it was so incredibly active. So, Missy, why don't you tell them what happened when y'all tried to go to bed? <laughs> All right, so there is a room that is dedicated to the ones that want to sleep there. 
and if we you're were, brave enough, yeah. if you're yeah, brave, you're brave enough, enough and I was not. <laughs> and so I have slept in that room with John and other people Uh-oh, before. That's all right. Okay, that's, cool. that's to it. Okay. Yeah, go for it. Lagrange is a train town. There's yeah. a train. Go ahead, Missy. So I've you know slept in that room before. I had no issues out of that room. I was comfortable. It was almost as if whatever was there would stay out of that room. So here we are, it's 5.30 in the morning, and we already, Haley had already gone into sleep because she had stayed up from, you know, working the day before, so she was already in there asleep. So it was Lynn, Christy, and myself that are ready to go to bed. <clears throat> so we walk in the room, and of course it's dark because, you know, Haley's already in there, so we each pick out a bed because there's several beds in there. And I pick out this little twin-size bed. Christy sets up her little cot next to me. And Lynn is in a full-size bed across, directly across from me on the other side of the room. And I lay down, and all of a sudden, I am hearing just conversations. I'm seeing stuff. I'm seeing lights go across the ceiling. And I'm trying to, like, verify, okay, is this cars passing by? We are on the second floor, but there's no cars when the lights go through the ceiling. And so I'm trying to debunk this, but I am just laying there petrified. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like this is a lot of activity. So I finally sit up, because at this point, I'm, it's just too much for me. <coughs> Sorry. So I sit up, and Christy sits up, and she's like, what's going on? I'm like... Are you hearing this? Like, am I making this up? Is this just in my head? She goes, no, I hear it. So I get the nerve to get up, walk over to the window, and just see if anybody is outside at the cooking table. There's nobody outside. And I'm like, okay. So I go sit back down, and I'm talking to Christy. And Lynn, of course, is just over there. I figured Lynn was done asleep. Like, she's not moving. And I'm just like, okay. And Christy's like, well, do you want to get up and go investigate some more? And mind you, I'm tired. Like, I don't want to go investigate anymore. <laughs> Almost daylight at this point. Yeah, yeah, I'm tired. And I was like, you know what? I said, let me just lay back down and just see if I can go to sleep. So, of course, I don't think she liked that answer, but I was tired. So, I lay down, and I'm just praying, okay, son, just come up. Son, just come up, please. Get light, you know? And finally, I lay back down, and it got quiet. There was nothing going on, and I was able to go to sleep for an hour. Then I was up, and I noticed that Lynn was not in bed, and I'm like, well, where's Lynn at? So I get up, and I go look for Lynn, and that's when I found her outside at the picnic table at 7, it was probably about 7, seven seven thirty in the morning. Yeah, it was before that, I think. So as I'm talking to Lynn at the picnic table, I will let her tell you her side of the story. So I'm laying there, I, I lay down, and I had plugged my phone in across the room because there's like very limited amount of outlets in the room. So my phone is away from me, and I'm laying there, and I close my eyes, and I open my eyes, and I see a shadow person go across the room. And I'm like, okay. So I, after a moment, I close my eyes again, and I open them again, and it goes back across the room. And I'm like, I really wish I had my phone because I would want to videotape this. But my phone is across the room where the shadow person is. 
So I'm laying there and I start hearing voices and I start hearing something running across the floor upstairs. Just don't, 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 don't. And I know no one else is up or there shouldn't be. And if they were, they wouldn't be running around upstairs. So I keep hearing those voices. And in my mind, I'm thinking it's Missy and Christy talking, which at some point it was, but that wasn't all. It, like Missy said, it was full on conversations. And I'm laying there, laying there. And I'm like, finally, I'm like, screw it. I am not going to sleep. So I get up and I go out and I sit down at the picnic table. It's still dark, not but not for long, but it's still dark. And it wasn't long. Trent came out there and sat down and talked to me. And it wasn't long after that. Here come Missy. Where'd you go? <laughs> I couldn't find you. I'm like, I couldn't sleep. There was too much going on in that room. So I have I have never experienced hearing the voices like we did. Like I mean, it was conversations. You couldn't tell what they were saying, but you know there was a conversation going on. And I've never experienced that before at Post Town. So everything that I experienced that night was in that room that I had told myself was the safest room in post, <laughs> at Post Town. <clears throat> but, and I tried to debunk it. I mean, I tried looking for cars that went past. And when cars did go past, they never made the same image that I had seen, yeah. you know, going across the ceiling. And it just, that was like the most activity in that room I've ever had. Well, again, you guys were on the second floor. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. sh shadows on the ceiling absolutely will come from your cars and stuff, but you guys were seeing them walk across the floor and there's there's no there's mm -hmm. no way to catch shadows mm -hmm. from yeah. a car down there. Yeah, and there, I was looking, where I was really watching the shadow person was like, um, where the door was shut and there's a little bit of light coming through the bottom. That's, yeah. I mean, I could see it all the way across, but I could really see it because it was blocking that light out. And I was watching it go back and forth. And it was literally pacing back and forth in the room with us. Well, I can't wait until we do the Waverly one next. Because I don't know if you guys noticed something in the video. Where the door slammed on the fifth floor. No. Okay. Teaser uh, for the next episode. We'll talk about we that call next. teaser. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that one next. Because it's pretty, it's pretty badass if you take the time and sit there and look at it. Because nobody is over there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, well, we're going to wrap this episode up, but please remember, go to our Facebook, our Instagram, our, we have a TikTok or whatever you want to call it, <laughs> the, the interweb. Please like us, please share. We also, please send us our, uh, send us your comments and your questions. We all say this every time. We really enjoyed doing the, the question and answer uh, session last time with my son Cooper and we would love to incorporate a whole episode of just doing questions from everybody yeah. um, you know um, thank you for our Oldham County friends that are here you guys are going to hear from these ladies a lot we are the, we're, they're our good paranormal friends now we're going to be doing a lot with these ladies and we know we will so it's funny when you go through stuff like this with somebody how that bond gets created you know the breakfast, the breakfast club gets started. That's yeah. right. That's right. Everybody got scared and said the hell of posts. Hannah, we all went to Bob Evans for breakfast. So. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> and, you know, we just want to say that, you know, John is the one that brought us to you guys. And I just think that we're going to be friends in this life. And because of John, we're going to be friends in the next life. So. Yeah. We're pair buddies forever. That's right. It all goes around, yes. Yep. I always said John was the bringer together of people, so he brought us all together. Sure did. 
But um, everyone also check out, make sure to check out our sponsors. We have Hydra Publications. We have Dragonfly Pond Holistic Services. We have the Louisville Literary Arts, as well as From the Ground Up Books. And I do want to mention that oh. Post Town, John would have been, well, John would have told you firsthand that he brought everybody to Post Town. Yes, he did. He started it. He went there, investigated it, and then just told everybody about it. And that's how Post Town was, got as big as it is. And their slogan is, when you leave, you believe, and you will. You absolutely did. I have cold chills. <laughs> <laughs> I have chills right now. That's crazy. Yes. All right, Lynn. Take us home. All right. Thanks for joining us. Join that. Try that again. Thanks for joining us. Take three. Thanks for joining us. Take take four. In the blooper reel. Thanks for joining us. Keep it weird, y'all. Thank you for joining us at Weirdos in the Wild. Please show us some love and support on our Patreon account at Weirdos in the Wild. Like us on all of our social media. And if you've had an experience you'd like to share with us, visit our site at weirdosinthewild.com. Until next time, keep it weird, y'all. Hydra Publications is your one stop for the best in genre fiction. Secrets and Blood is the debut horror novel from Dewey Hensley. Evangeline Grace, the sheriff in a small town, eastern Kentucky coal mining county, longs to start a new life in another place. However, present and past evils conspire to jeopardize her plans and end the lives of those she loves, including her brother Sheldon, whom she promised to protect. Drugs, feuds, and her beliefs stand in the way of identifying the notorious Highlander in time to live her dream. However, Menace reaches from Madison County's past. Do you struggle with depression, ongoing medical issues, or have you experienced past trauma? If you have, please consider the help of Energetic Healing. At Dragonfly Pond Holistic Services, we utilize Karuna Reiki, crystals to align and heal chakra function, meditation, and sound healing to address these issues and help you in your healing process. To learn more about energetic healing and how to contact us, visit our website at dragonflypondenergy.com. For those who call in to schedule an appointment, mention this ad and receive $25 off your initial visit. From the Ground Up Books and Resources is more than just a place to buy books. We are a center that nourishes the passions of writers, artists, and book lovers alike. Our programs help educate writers and artists. Our holistic items and Reiki services offer a unique opportunity to build individuals from the ground up. Sign up for one of our memberships today and support us and bring our vision to life. 5% of all memberships will go towards prize money for contests and scholarships for our programs. Book donations are always welcome. Visit fromthegroundupbooks.com for more information. Attention all readers and writers. Louisville Literary Arts is back for the 11th Writer's Block Festival on Saturday, September 30th, 2023 
at the Logan Street Market in Louisville, Kentucky. The all-day event begins at 9.30 a.m. and will feature workshops, author readings, a resource fair, and keynote speaker, author and professor Emily Bingham from Louisville. Registration is $25 for general admission. Go to Eventbrite and enter the writer's block or the website www.louisvilleliteraryarts.org. For more information, you can also email info at louisvilleliteraryarts.org. Come find your right life at the Writer's Block Festival.